Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Men on the Internet podcast. My name is Kirby Johnson. Across from me is... My name is Chris All Johnson. Right. Ah. Um... Uh, See, it's taking me too long to think of it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Chris and Larry. Chuck and Larry. Chuck and Larry. Yes. Johnson. Made it official. Well, it's great because today we're talking about gay people. Perfect segue. <laughs> so yeah. there's one the, thing about this show, it's segues. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, before we get into that, what's how, what's going on? Are you alive and well? Good. I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoying the... Uh, Weekend and yeah, yeah, things will be good. Yeah, I like uh, despite kind of having to work on Monday, I like that the holiday landed somewhat midweek. Yeah, yeah, you know, because then you like you have an excuse to work, but like not really work. You know, you know your boss is like smoking a stogie or whatever bosses do eating eating stogies or stogie sandwiches. No, that's hoagie. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> stogies are, I think, cigars, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so they're smoking stogies, yep. hanging out on the boat. You know, boat culture is not really big in L.A. Not really. I have some friends, and but they have to go to, like, way up in, like, Newport Penny Beach. Country, Santa, not Santa Cruz, uh, like, Palmdale. There's big old lakes over there. Yeah. Out in the desert. But that's, like, Miami activity. Yes. Most people are like, oh, we're going to go on a boat, and you see it on the stories and stuff. But in L.A., I don't ever see people on boats. No. And I don't know if the water is really good for it, too, huh? Because isn't it cold water out here? I don't know if it's cold, but, like, the ocean on this side is dirty. Oh. I don't know if that's... Even, it. Uh, is it actually dirty? <clears throat> I don't know. Like, if you go to, like, Santa Monica, it's gross. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, Santa Monica and Venice is one of the worst places right, on Earth. Right, right, you know, it's, just, just, <laughs> yeah. it's downtown L.A. Yeah. And for those who don't know, that's downtown, what is it, Portland? The amount of homelessness and oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, syringes yeah. Yep. On, the, on the floor. Yeah, Portland. yeah, they just take it and put it in the beach. Yeah. So that way, when you run in the sand, you could just step on a syringe yes. and you could get, I don't know, what do they call it? 
Tetanus, hepatitis. Hepatitis. All the letters of hepatitis, too. You're going to hepatitis that you never knew before. P. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hep P. Yeah. (laughs) And then the commercial is just like, have you been running on the beach in Santa Monica? You may be entitled to... To die, probably. You're going to get hep P. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's why you got to wear your heels out there, ladies and gentlemen. Like, thick shoes, wedges, (laughs) you know, because those needles are not small at all. Yeah. You have a cork bottom that gets stuck on. Yeah, yeah, facts. Facts. It's pretty disgusting out here in California. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, people keep moving here. Thank you. They keep coming here. I have a friend in Florida who's always like, I want to come see L.A. And I'm like, bro, save your money. You're good over there. (laughs) I don't think you need to. Because every time they come, especially like Floridian friends, especially South Florida, they come to L.A. And everything is, well, you know, we got one of these in Miami. Yes. And it's better. Yes. Yeah, look. I have cousins in Miami, and they're like, man, so much better in Miami. Yeah, now, here's a question. When people from anywhere visit you in California, where do you take them? That's the one thing. If someone were to come over and be like, hey, I want to see L.A., show me a day in L.A. I'd be like, this is my living room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to pick and choose because we don't tourist here very well you know like i should we should cool stuff out there for sure i'm never out there but it's just like i'm gonna go to the same seven places yes (laughs) i'm not gonna explore and even when i explore i'm kind of like this is not my usual spot yeah so i'm like 20 minutes in i'm just kind of like i find a reason to get out of there (laughs) yeah what are these prices? You know, like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna go to my spot where it's the exact same price, yes. but I'm more comfortable paying over there because I found this spot in 2014. Right. You know, yeah. and I've been going here ever. Since. So somebody came out here uh, a few weeks ago, and I tried really hard to put a list together of things we're gonna do. So uh, you know, sporting games is always a, a vibe. You know, if you can go see a Laker game, uh, if you're not working full time, you can go see a Clipper game. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> if you, you know, if you want to take the drive, you can go see Anaheim. Yeah. Uh, Angels. The Angels. You go to Angels game. Yeah, the game's like four dollars and forty five cents. Right, yeah. yeah. If you want to spend arm and a leg, go Dodger game. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that. So I learned that that little trick. Uh, I've been doing some fe- fever fever events. Fever, yeah. Yeah, fever. I think it's called fever, right? Mm-hmm. So I went and saw the Titanic. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. saw that. Um, there are plenty of museums out here. Quite a few. Yeah. Um, I actually just got tickets for uh, the the Broad. Or the, oh, the Broad? The Broad? Yeah, the Broad. Right it's next to the fantastic. Disney Concert Hall? It's free, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's an exhibit, though, that I got two free tickets for. It's fantastic. It's really fast, though. It's like you go in and then you're, you're done. Oh. Uh, but I went to the Getty. Mm. For the first time. The Getty is some w- place I thought I've always been. Because you hear about it all the time. Right. The Getty. The Getty. Yeah. I'd never been there. No. <laughs> I've, I'd never. I've never even thought about what it was like. Right. You know. I, I don't think I have either. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. Beautiful. And it's really big. It's oh, huge. You have to take this little train to get from the parking lot to go in that. It's also free, but the parking is really expensive. Is it's really. It's like over $20. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was definitely like, 
trying my best to, I don't know, put the moves on somebody. To just, <laughs> yo, could you get, yo, could you get it to me for like $10? Right, like, right, right. you know what I'll do. <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah, but the Getty is just fantastic. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, he ran out of stuff right yeah there. yeah well they got we got rooftop stuff like yeah, rooftop bars we do rooftop yeah stuff, rooftop though. we have good eats we have good eats around do, yeah we have eats. options yeah you options. gotta know where to look yeah yeah yeah, yeah. la is a place that like if you're connected with the city and you know what a foreigner is looking for because foreigners are really looking for the palm trees the mm-hmm. like row of palm right. trees, and then the like mountains in the back. Right. Visually, then they're looking to go on a good hike. Yeah, sure. Probably thinking beach culture mm-hmm. at like some if they're not way. From Florida, yes. Yeah, but even if they're from Florida, they're gonna want to see what the beach is like so that they could say Florida's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like exactly. beach in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um. And then maybe like a sport. I think that's what most people. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I've always wanted to go to L.A. and we're not really selling it to you. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what what have you seen online, you know, that we should be aware of? Uh, Because I don't I don't really know. Yeah, I don't really know. Um, The highlight room. Sure. I don't think you know about that. Lock, lock, Lachma. Lock and key. Oh, Lachma. Lachma's pretty cool, too. It's lost his steam for me a little bit because I've yeah. gone so many that's times. Right. And that's always my go-to. You know, yeah. when somebody comes to town, like, take you to Lachma. They got the lights. But my friend from Miami came uh, in, I want to say it was in December or, or November or something. And we go to Lachma. No lie. I'm like, yeah, they got a movie here that was made. Ashton Kutcher is in it. Yeah. All of this. It's like a landmark Looks around, kind of sucks his teeth a little bit. <laughs> Goes, you know, we got one of these in. I uh, go in Miami. Yeah, got one of these in Miami. Yeah, he's like, yeah, but ours is better. Yeah, ah, okay, all right, sure. get get back on we're, your spirit flight. Get on. right, get right, <laughs> <laughs> get back to Florida. Okay, right, yeah, I have to live here. Yeah, and and um, let me see. We got traffic. That's it. A lot of it's waiting. Yeah, a lot of traffic. <laughs> There's a lot of waiting and yeah. in the car, in yep. the line, yep. to the restroom. Yep. It's all it's all it. Wait, like when people visit. come, have you what's your go to? Uh I don't have a lot of people visit. Oh, because um, you're from here. So everybody knows here, yeah. yeah, how to get to the I don't Long know that Beach. I've had anybody visit. Uh, the one thing that gets you is nightlife. I'm not I don't know where to take you for a club. Like I don't know. This, that's like my weakness bars. too Because I don't know But I only know where like gay bars are Right yeah. So I'm like you want to go there But like yo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey I'm just showing you like This is a good time But this is all I know Right <laughs> Just to- <laughs> You're like okay Just don't judge me right. Or anything But they're cool people <laughs> Great people That's very true You know very one true. of my accountants No yeah. Great guy. One of my accountants. Yeah. All right. Big, big top over here. Big time over here. No, no, he's, this is a fictional person. Yeah, they're only women. Um, so yeah, I take him to West Hollywood. West Hollywood. Oh, I found an attraction the other day. Uh, these two uh, ladies from Germany were here, and they were like, "We want to, see, we we want to see." 
the uh, Miley Cyrus house. Not Miley Cyrus. I'm sorry. The um, what was the show Miley Cyrus was on? What was the show? Like Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. They were like, we want to go see the Hannah Montana house, and it's in Malibu or Venice or something. Oh, yeah. Shit. It's just like the Full House house. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you just stand outside, take a picture. See, oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Miley. I could do that. That's the thing. What I'd show them is. You want like a whole list of movie locations? <laughs> I don't even know there. where those and they're are. Usually, like random ass places. Like you know, what? I don't know if you remember when I lived in uh, Reseda. I was a block away from uh, the Karate Kid apartment complex. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They filmed in there, or yeah. Oh really? Oh, or it wasn't just an exterior shot. Mm-mm. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, there you have it. That's about all I can get. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you where my location. barber is. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll show you where the barber is. Uh, have you seen the show by the weekend called uh, The Idol? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's probably good. Is that the... Uh, With Johnny Lily Depp's daughter? Rose Depp? Yeah. I heard Her it boobs. didn't do too well. <sighs> I, <laughs> I haven't seen anything get panned this bad in a long time. Really? I, I watched the first episode. Okay. Uh, it isn't good. <laughs> but it, okay. but it's not so. And again, this is just first episode. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the. It's not what I saw online. As far as like people being like, this is a zero. People are like, I'm giving this a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Uh, the first episode really the writing is very weak, and then the the weekend big weekend fan here, but. I think because the writing is so weak, his acting also. Like, he's playing a character that I don't think he should be the one to, to it, play. Is it trying to be, like, Euphoria? Because that's what the... It's the same... It's like. the same creator. Oh. The creator of Euphoria is made it, it. Like, anything similar to... No, it no. It's... So, here's an a issue that Hollywood has. I think Hollywood thinks that people care about Hollywood. Right. Like, the average person is going to be like, do you know what I've always wanted to see? The behind-the-scenes... Of a Hollywood photo shoot. Right. Yeah. And it's like maybe the first two times somebody does that, okay. But people aren't people don't really care. You know, unless it's a hit. I like people want to see the behind the scenes of Spider Man. Mm -hmm. Because the movie is so great. Right. You're just like, how did they do that? Right. But do I want to see the behind the scenes? Of a fake show or a fake uh, celebrity and then, like, see Hollywood from your perspective. It's just kind of like, I don't think the average American cares. Yeah. Maybe a very small niche. Right. You know, people. But that's what the show is. Right. It's like, she's a singer. She's, like, trying to show her boobs. They're like, no. She's like, I own my body. Um, so I'm gonna show you show you my boobs, okay. yeah. And then uh, a tweet comes out of her with like male males, you know, kids on her face. Okay. And then she like goes to a club, and she meets the weekend, and they have a conversation why her job is the coolest job ever, and she's just kind of like, nah, whatever, it's not, but okay. And then they argue a little bit, and then. They find out they like each other through that through that conversation, but uh, not really sure what was sparking there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the weekend goes to her house, puts a bag over her head, 
and kind of makes her scared a little bit. And then he like he says that she doesn't know how to sing like she knows how to how to have sex properly. She needs to be like more in fear. So he puts the bag over her head. And then when she's like really scared, he cuts open a, a, a slice of the bag to let her breathe. And then he's like, go ahead and sing. <laughs> uh, what the hell? That's the first episode. Wow. So it's not good. No. But I like it has to be so Go legendarily ahead. bad. You you learned the lesson. <laughs> Sing now. <laughs> and he has like no history. Yeah, he just made it up. This will probably work, right? Yeah, I mean Listen, I own a club. You know, and she might be taller than him. I don't know. The whole, like, premise of the show seems odd. Yeah, a little bit. But I think it goes back to, like, I don't think anybody really cares. Mm. Just, we, the average person thinks Hollywood's already Holly weird. Right. Kids probably doing drugs. They think everybody's just, I don't know, orgies and all types of weird stuff. So, most people have what their beliefs of what Hollywood is. And so they're like, I don't need to see a show of you guys. It's like, it's, and then it's like porn pretty much. Yeah. So, you know, it's bring back. What's the name of the girl from Euphoria with the, with, you know, the one with the blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good save. Sir. Uh, Sydney Sweeney. Yeah. Bring back Sydney C- Sweeney. That's that's a good that's a good way to do that. Yeah. You know. We I like her. This Lily Rose, like, all right. Listen. <laughs> that's that's the end of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. No thank you. Yeah. Hey, I almost want to pause the show and just let you watch like fifteen minutes of the first right. episode. It's so mm. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. There's a lot of shows that are behind the scenes like that though. Or not behind the scenes, it just gives you a day in the life of what but they're done really well. Um, like Party Down or something? Not Party Down. Maybe not. Maybe I'm not describing what you're describing. But there was like the show that was called The Morning Show. Yeah, oh, yeah. Morning show On Apple Plus? The, yeah. Uh-huh. It was about like living in an, or working in a newsroom and this stuff like that. Or mm-hmm. The Bear. The Bear. That's a show. That's like all behind the scenes of in the, in the restaurant business and cooking and all that stuff. And I wonder why The Bear's not getting... The attention because it it looks like a good show. It is a good show, but then no one's really talking about it. Uh, I don't know. They won a bunch of awards. Actually. Really? Oh yeah. Maybe it's the uh, it's the network it's on, FX. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. that's like I still have ads on Hulu, so it took me a little bit to watch the episodes. <laughs> you don't have adless you Hulu? No. Look at me saying that, and I don't pay for Look my Hulu. <laughs> I don't pay for it. I don't have. I don't pay for a single streaming excite, uh, except for Apple Music. Right. Yeah, so I don't, I don't pay for that. And you know what's crazy? My Netflix still works. Oh yeah. And I do not pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going strong. Yeah, they never asked me. Is this the primary home? Right. But I think it's probably because I use it once every four months. Right. You know, I watched most of Extinction 2, Extraction 2. Extraction. Actually, just the first Extraction. Mm-hmm. That movie's like seven hours long. It's so boring. After the 10th gunfight, you're like, somebody going to die here? Or yeah. 
Yeah. Can we just get to it? <laughs> uh, what have I been watching? Nothing on that. Well, on Netflix, I just watched The Witcher. The latest the Witcher. season. What is that? Oh, with the Superman guy. Superman guy. But that's old, though. The show's over, The right? new season just came out. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. They're splitting it in two, so I have to wait till. Like oh, it's the final season. The 27th, probably, I think. Oh. So. Just because I don't think he's going to do it anymore. Which sucks. Hmm. I mean, he's not doing uh, Superman. He's not doing Superman. You know what I want to see? Final, the final, uh, imp- uh, final, no. The next Tom Cruise movie. Final Destination. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. <laughs> I knew it was something impossible. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. Mission Impossible 6 or 8 or whatever it is. I've seen the first one. Oh, my gosh. You need to watch Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. I hear that's the one. Man. I hear that's the one. Like, if you, they need to put it back in theater so you can watch it. Because that is one of the best action films mm. I've ever seen. And I saw it in theaters. And I've seen the other Mission Impossible. It made me want to watch the other Mission Impossibles in theaters. Been a letdown. Yeah. They're not terrible. But when you make a, a ghost protocol, it's like, how can you make right <laughs> Anything any, else. like, yeah. Why follow up? No, it's just, you, if you do follow up, it has to be the follow up. Mm. And how do you follow up from that? I mean, uh, um, Paula, Paula Patton was in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they made her neck look really thick in the movie, and it wasn't even a distraction. That's just how good the movie is. Okay, I don't. I'll I'll take that as proof of concept. It was great. It was great. Right on. It's, like, it's, it's you know, and disclaimer: she probably has a normal size neck, That's but right. I would imagine so. you know the angles they chose. Paula Patton. You don't know Paula Patton? Probably. She used to be married to Robin Thicke. I know Robin Thicke's. <laughs> He's Alan Thicke's son. I know who Robin <laughs> Thicke is. I know who Alan Thicke is. Thank you. Well, you know Robin Thicke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know who Paula Patton is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a good woman. <laughs> uh, no, shit. Whoa, okay. Let me see. You used to look at her neck? Some of these is normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She got one of those I do shrugs <laughs> next. At the gym. Yeah. Like just, yeah. Just ask her a question. <laughs> yeah. She's phenomenal, though. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> I love her. You know, I love a good, strong, thick neck. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right. Let's go to it. Gay people are looking for websites. Yeah. Why, why, how dare they? How dare they look for websites? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <I don't. laughs> um, All right. Let's, let's get into the serious stuff. How, here. how long ago was the incident? The cake incident? The website incident, which is similar to the cake incident. Well, uh, this one, this is an article from the AP. It was written and published today. Okay. All right. So legitimacy of customer and Supreme Court gay rights case raises ethical and legal flags a christian graphic artist who the supreme court said can refuse to make wedding websites for gay couples pointed during her lawsuit why do they say her how do they know their identity what is it called pronouns 
True. Uh, lawsuit to request from a man named Stuart and his husband-to-be. The twist? Stuart says it never happened. The revelation has raised questions on how Laurie Smith's case was allowed to proceed all the way to the nation's highest court with such an apparent misrepresentation and whether the state of Colorado, which lost the case last week, has any legal recourse. Um, oh, boy. I think you got to pay. <laughs> oh, that's the end of that story. <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah. Hey, Siri, what's up with the gay cake or gay website? <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> so the general story is a uh, gay couple requested a website be built by, I don't know who, and that person. A, cri- a Christian website maker. Did they know the person was Christian? That's the question. Why, um, why is that the question? Because uh, Christians, depending on... No, I'll say it. Christians are very, very strict in their beliefs in their could whatever. Be. In they their, could be. Sure. Uh, that person refused to build the website because of their sexual orientation. Well, okay. Let's say that they knew. Let's say they knew. Okay. I don't think it makes a difference, and I'll tell you why. Um, I look at owning a business like a like a, the the opportunity for you to run your own country within a country sure and that is why you can go in some businesses wearing uh swim shorts and be wet from the ocean and buy what you want and then leave and then right down the street you can go into the same type of business but there's a, sh- a sign that says no shirt no shoes no service or we have the right to refuse service to anybody. Right. So I think uh, if they knew, because like you could probably go to a Christian person who's like, look, I'm running a business. I, I may not agree with what you're doing, but you're paying me. I'm going to do a good job here. Now leave. Could be. Right. And then you can run into a person who's like, mm, because of my re- religious beliefs, I don't think I could do that. And if that's what they tell you, then that's what they tell you. When I was younger, my dad told me I wasn't allowed to work at Honey Baked Ham. Mm. You know that restaurant? Yes. Because our religion uh, doesn't eat pork. And so he was like, as a teenager, I was looking for a job. And I was like, oh, that place is hiring. And he was like, you cannot work at a company that sells something you, you know, don't participate in. So I was like. So no to the strip club. <laughs> right, right, right. No, you know, but he was like, no, you can't do honey bake ham. So um, I think, number one, to make it all the way to the highest level, highest court in the country, this has to be the greatest graphic design website right. person okay. on earth. Yeah. Like, couldn't you have just top gone to another top. person Exactly. And just been like, hey, this guy doesn't want to do mine. We like your work. Isn't the whole point of business to have options? Right. The whole point of the free market to be like, well, this one doesn't work. Let me go to another one. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to say is, sure, people are going to refuse you. You have to understand you can't. Every Not everyone has the same point of view. Mm-hmm. Going to this person and them saying, no, well, you know what? Yes, there is. 
you have to pick your battles. And me not being in the situation, I'm not going to fight. They're going to sue designer or whatever. Because there's a bajillion graphic designers yeah. who probably do way better work. Pro, pro, could potentially, Instagram, yeah. You, know, you just throw a rock and you hit a graphic designer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you go um, to you can go to an AI bot. Right. And they'll, and they'll graphic, do it for yeah, you way better. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, I do agree with you. If it's your company, you have the right to do whatever you want with your company. The customer also has the right to just go to whoever they want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and that's that was us assuming this truly happened because what you were reading apparently the case wasn't so legitimate. Mm. Uh, can't York tell Times, you. I can't tell you what I really read. Uh, I, I got you. <laughs> 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 I don't actually know how to read. You know, um, I know how to read. I can't comprehend. Uh, the New York Times posted what to know about a seemingly fake document in a gay rights case. Woo! A supposed request for a website for a same-sex wedding played a minor role in a major clash between free speech and gay rights at the Supreme Court. Mm. After the Supreme Court ruled last week that a Colorado graphic designer has the right to refuse to create websites for same-sex marriages, critics of the decision raised questions about a form included in court papers in the case that appeared to show that a gay couple had sought the services of the designer, Lori Smith. Now, that's the she. Lori Smith is the she. Okay. <clears throat> that we're not sure of. The but. man who supposedly submitted the form. All right, now I'm confused. <laughs> the man. <laughs> Hold on. One of the gays, I think. The One man who supposedly submitted the form said he was unaware of, his, of its existence until a reporter for the New Republic called him. What is the form? Uh, I think it gets into it. He oh. is, moreover, straight, married to a woman, and a supporter of gay rights. The apparent falsehoods, critics said, undermined the court's d- decision. Now, I think I was wrong. I think Laurie Smith's a, pr- a man. Uh, and they're talking mm. about he didn't know about the existence of a form. Uh, what f- the form uh, was apparently submitted on the website of Miss... Smith's company. You're getting it wrong all over. <laughs> Let me just read it and we'll figure it out together. Eh? <laughs> okay. Uh, it was apparently submitted on the website of Miss Smith's company, 303 Creative is the name of the company, on the afternoon of September 21st, 2016, the day after she filed suit in federal court in Colorado to challenge an aspect of the state's anti-discrimination law. She said in the suit that the law violated the First Amendment by forcing her to espouse espouse beliefs at odds with her faith. The lawsuit was the subject of news coverage and may have prompted the submission. The form was said to have been filled out by someone named Stuart, and it included a real email address and phone number. We are getting married early next year. And would love some design work done for our invites, place names, etc. That's what the form is. The form is the sub- oh, just the, a, okay. The quote, yeah, the whatever. All right. Um, Stewart wrote saying his partner was named Mike. We might also stretch to a website. It is undisputed that Miss Smith never followed up on the request, but she later mentioned it in court papers, apparently to suggest that her case was more than hypothetical. Uh, what did the parties tell the Supreme Court? Ms. Smith's lawyers devoted a sentence to the matter in their main brief, 
Despite Colorado barring Smith from publicizing her wedding services, they wrote, she has already received at least one request for a same-sex wedding website. There followed a page citation to a large appendix of earlier filings jointly submitting submitted by the parties, which included the form. Uh, in the, their main brief in the case, lawyers for Colorado said the form was irrelevant to the court's decision. The company, a reference to Miss Smith's firm, claims that after it sued, it received a request for a same-sex wedding website, the brief said, but the request referred to by the company was not a request for a website at all, just a response to an online form asking about invites and place names, with a statement that the person might also stretch to a website. Uh, the company did not respond to that online form, Colorado's brief said, nor did the company take any steps to verify that a genuine prospective customer submitted the form. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Oh, boy. Uh, all, right, all right, all right. So uh, let, me, let me see if I can layman's term it. The gay people submitted a request to this Christian lady for some graphic work. The Christian lady did not respond. And... That's that's that that's that. So she didn't respond. Okay. Okay. All right. So, and then this happened in 2016. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This is a waste of money. It is. That's how I feel. It's a giant waste of money because you could have just you could just go somewhere else. I mean, you can honestly go anywhere on earth. Because graphic designers don't work with you personally. You could just send a series of emails, maybe get on a, a, a Google Meets or a Zoom call, and then tell them what you want, and then you get it. And that's yeah. it. You can even probably do it on Canva yourself. Probably. I think the Supreme Court did make a, a poor decision if they're standing up for the lady who said that she's allowed, you're allowed to say no. You're allowed to. You know, um, <laughs> You're allowed to also not respond. There are plenty of people that that send emails to me, and I'm like, nah, I I know that's gonna that's some BS. You know, remember when we went through that little phase where, uh, like people would quote unquote, quote unquote hire us for weddings, for weddings, and then it was like a scam. Yeah, you know, it's those type of things that you're just like, mm, I'm gonna pass it on. It was that. like a good three in a row, four. In a row yeah, yeah, of yeah. The same request. Same, Same type of thing, yeah. yeah. Hey, come to the venue. You know what? It's always in like 
12 hours yeah. or something. Yeah. Do me a favor. Hold on to this deposit for me. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's a no. So this, this seems like a story that just like blew up out of, you know, not, not real necessity. Right. Um, there's just so many graphic designers. There is. You it's know. not okay to discriminate, but at the same time, like I said, you have to pick your battles here. This isn't the hill to die of graphic designers. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. It's not. There's there's way bigger hills to die on, and, and people are fighting for that, which is good. And I you honestly have to respect people's choices. Yeah. You know, um, if you're not, your life is not on I'd understand if you went to a hospital and you got refused service at the hospital yes. for that reason because your life is on the line. Correct. But... This is like a little thing that you want. You're going to pay maybe $100 or $200. And um and someone says, "Look, this is this just doesn't align with our what we believe in." It's like telling Chick-fil-A they have to open on Sundays. Right. You know, right, it's right, their right. business. That's what they do. They believe in the in Christianity, they believe in something and ultimately the best way for everyone to live harmoniously together. It's just the respect that not everyone is going to believe what you believe, but so long as everyone allows each other to believe what they believe, everything is going to be fine. So, um, sorry, but this, this one, this one doesn't really hit old water. Yeah. At least not for me. Uh, I'm sure maybe we should have somebody on. That could explain it to us. It knows the full case because yeah. apparently I was reading her. Yeah, we're not even sure if <laughs> she hers. Right, I I got confused. Yeah, we're not even too. sure. But um, if that's the case, yeah. you know, to pass. Yeah. Uh, on the news of the Supreme Court, and this yeah. one I have a question for you about. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna go forward with uh, student loan forgiveness. Uh, forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Well, so they're not going to go forward with right, yeah. student loan forgiveness. I think this is a very, very, very well done political strategy. Mm-hmm. It's just like it it worked as it was supposed to. Okay. So the idea here is, and we have to take this all the way back to Trump. Mm-hmm. He puts in these three judges. So now there's it's majority Republicans Mm -hmm. and they're constitutional conservatives. There's a difference between just being a conservative, a Republican, and then like a a constitutional conservative. Somebody who's like, this is what the founding fathers believed in. This is what they wrote in. This is the law of America. And I'm going to uphold that not in a fringe way, but kind of like word for word. So like in a legalistic sense. So Trump appoints these three judges. They hold the power. Biden comes into office and he and he says, we're going to forgive student loans across the board, at least up to twenty thousand dollars. But for the average person, about ten thousand dollars. Okay, He does that and he announces that he's going to do it around the midterms. Uh, <laughs> so he does that now i know joe biden people think he's senile i personally don't i think he's old but i don't think he's senile mm-hmm. i think he knows hey i can't do this uh-huh. number one 
He knows that. Number two, it's going to go to the courts with a majority. Where Trump's got that hit, lined up. It's all taken care of. Right. So what happens when it fails? Ah, you know, it was out of my hands. It's out of my hands. This is a Trump thing. Yes. The Republicans are taking this away from you. Right. That's why you have to always vote blue. It's like a perfect. The chess game. Yeah. Like it's the best way to win from failure. Yeah. It didn't happen. Not because I said Joe Joe Biden doesn't even want it to happen. Right. I don't think so because I think he's probably, maybe more fiscally conservative, yeah. potentially. And and I say that knowing that he's trying to do the whole build back better thing. He's spending a lot of money. Yeah, I I know he's a spender, but I don't. I mean, someone is going to say, "Oh, they're sending money to Ukraine." The amount of money that they spent to, they sent to Ukraine is like. Seven percent of our military budget for right. just like one year. Right. So of course, to people who make five figures or six figures, billions of dollars sounds like a lot of money. But if you put it in perspective, it's not. You know, pretty much it, it is, but it's right. Also. In the grand scheme of things, right. So I don't think Joe Biden is like, great. Let's spend this money. Let's get people ten thousand dollars less of debt now. For most people, the average person has about $30,000 worth of student loans. To me, that's not a crazy number because, and people are going to hit me hard with this, but people make worse decisions weekly. People buy cars that are more expensive than their student loans, and they never have a problem paying those back. People buy houses that squeeze them in their house poor, and they don't have a problem complaining about that. I mean, <laughs> you know, people rack up credit card debt. Yeah. And the interest rate on those is sometimes 28%. I had a credit card once that the interest rate was like 27.96%. Every time I made a payment, it just came right back, right, yeah. you know, you know. <laughs> so I people make these funky decisions and that they'll easily rack up more than $30,000. Mm-hmm. That's just without a doubt. The other side of it is like I owe way more in student loans than thirty thousand dollars, and if he gave me ten thousand or even twenty thousand, it's not like it would have really done much for yeah, me. Yeah. But to thread the needle all the way through, number one, we do this now. What happens to them? I don't know the student next year mm-hmm. that has to take student loans to go to school. Right. Do we have to just continue forgiving student loans every? I don't know. Two years? Four years? Yeah. What what happens then? This is a temporary band-aid. You know, it's and it's obvious that Joe Biden knows that. Yes. Because if it had gone through, I think that would have been more problems for the government than for it to be rejected. If it got accepted, if it went through the Supreme Court, now Joe gets this temporary victory. He's on a high. But this time next year, when we're close to voting, there's going to be a, 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 a quick sweep of people that just signed on for more student loans that are going to say, what? I need student loan forgiveness. Right. And that 10000 wasn't enough. 
You can never give people a little tiny bit and right. expect them to ask for the same thing next mm-hmm. time. They're going to be like, that 10000 was nothing. I need twenty five. Right. Then what happens? Then you do that, and then like five years in the future, people are like, whoa, I don't need 25 That's 2024 money. Right. I need 40 It just keeps happening. So I think Joe Biden is aware of that. Mm -hmm. And he goes, no, dude, sell the dream. The dream is if you keep voting blue, this will change when one of those people die. Fingers crossed, nobody dies. (laughs) Or nobody quits for a long time. Then we can get, I don't know, four more presidents through. And we could just keep doing this thing. Hey, keep voting for us. Hey, let's see if they die. I do feel for people who who experience difficulties in life because of student loans. It's it's plagued so many people, including myself. But I also feel like the next generation should be really careful about uh, getting these loans. Yeah. You know, and what they're getting the loans for. Mm-hmm. I personally got more loans for my acting degree than I did for my business degree. Right. Boy, am I dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's There's just, some people out there just like getting degrees in hair braiding. Like, right. why? Yeah. Yeah, you have to be really aware of what you're going to get into. And I think that's, again, the education. No one teaches you that. No one teaches you loan stuff. Your parents tell you what they figured out on their own. And then sometimes that's not even great advice. So. I also don't know if I feel like it's so much about like knowledge of loans, right? Cause when you're done with college, there is this, um, this little like course you have to take that teaches you how much you owe, when to pay, how to pay and all this stuff. You have to go through it to graduate. And, or at least that's what happened at my school mm. now. Um, I think the truth is teaching people about return on your investment. Okay. So there needs to be a little bit more fear that comes along with what you're deciding to do in the future. Not so much about how you're going to like the interest rate or blah, blah, blah. You need to be painfully aware of the value of money. Okay. When you pull out these student loans, you have to think about it as an investment for your future. I know it's said that that way, but people don't really recognize. At least I didn't. You know, when I, I was just like, sign me up for whatever, because right. I think I'm going to be the next greatest actor on earth. And that doesn't pan out. And then reality hits. Oh, shoot. I owe this much. And at this interest rate, and I could potentially be paying this back for 20, 30 years. Now, to me, paying back thir- paying back $30,000 over the course of 30 years is just completely insane. Right. P- you People buy houses for $400,000 and their mortgage, and, and then they get like 15 to 30 year loans. So telling me, telling, telling me that you can't pay back $30,000 over the course of 30 years, that's $1,000 a year. Right. I don't believe that. Exactly. I don't believe it. Yeah. Now, if you're a doctor, even then, you're a doctor. Yeah. You could, you know, 
you know what you're doing. Mm. Okay. But yeah, so ultimately I'm just saying when you decide to invest in yourself, parents need to teach their kids how to research into the future. Don't make decisions based off of emotion because you could feel like getting a $150,000 degree in painting or arts or music from these top tier schools is going to advance your career. But the likelihood, the chances of that happening are so low that you're going to be heavily impacted negatively for a long, long time. Right. So potentially you might want to look into something that is more practical that will probably cost you less and do that and then do your passion on the side and learn it in a different way. So I don't necessarily think it's the issue of the loans. I just think that America has a painful problem with truthfully admitting that they don't understand the value of money. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it's just so easy for you to just pull it out. I mean, it's so easy for you to just go buy a car with nothing down. Right. And it's like 50 grand. Yeah. And then your payments are whatever. Super high. The average payment, car payment in America is like seven, eight hundred dollars. If you can make a car payment for nearly a thousand dollars, number one, you're dumb. (laughs) And number two. You don't really have the room to complain about student loans. Right, yeah. You just don't. Because you don't understand the value of money. Yeah. I hate to say this, but I think the Supreme Court probably chose right. For the future of the of the country, it's going to be better for us to be more fiscally responsible than it is for us to just continue getting bailed out. Now, I understand what somebody's going to say. Well, millionaires got PPP. Mm -hmm. If I have to explain that to you, you're not ready to be in this conversation. Yeah. You're just not ready to be in this conversation. Well, banks get bailed out all the time. Yeah, they do. That's a problem. A lot of companies shouldn't be getting bailed out. Because if if your company was mismanaged and your funds were mismanaged, you know what happens? You go bankrupt. Right. And you fail. A lot of companies should not be getting bailed out. That I agree with. PPP is a totally different thing. But bailing out people who did bad things mismanaged funds, poorly ran business. Hey, man, sometimes you got to fail. But the government often doesn't let that happen. Right, yeah. yeah. And it's not fair. But they don't do it for that same company with the hopes and dreams that two years down the line, they, they got to do it again. Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it sucks for a lot of people. But, it, again, if you're one of those people that owe twenty to $30,000 on your student loans, 
ask yourself, what are you doing with your money? Mm-hmm. Have you gone on a vacation? Mm-hmm. Did you buy a car? Did you, do you, do you pay more rent than you're supposed to, than, can, than you can afford? Should you have a roommate? There's a lot of things that you can do to help you have a better financial future that you shouldn't rely on the government for. Right. And I promise you it'll make you a better, savvier, more responsible human being. And I I feel on a next level bad for people who are crying about this ten thousand yeah. dollars that the that Joe Biden was going to give you because you really must be in a tough spot, and I get that, but there's nothing you cannot do when you think about the grand scheme of how much they were offering you. $10,000, maybe 20 if you're falling in that line. I I guarantee most people could do something about that within a year or two. Right. And then you're going to be in a better position with a better understanding of the value of a dollar. Yeah. Well, on the subject of college and the Supreme Court, last kind of bit of this big hit news that happened in the last couple weeks. Uh, they, what is it, they denied affirmative action, to, the use of affirmative action in colleges uh, nationwide. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, from what I was reading, a couple of our states already weren't. California is one of them. California, Florida, <laughs> Texas. Probably Texas. Probably yeah, Texas. Yeah. We already weren't using affirmative action in our application process. Yeah. But now it's nationwide. What mm. do you think about that? What I really liked is the tweet that you sent us, the group chat, mm. uh, of the lady saying, what was it the specific words? I don't want to get the wording wrong. Okay, let me let me find it. It's, um, yeah, it's interesting. I, uh, don't know how to feel about it. Because <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know if I still have that. I should have it in the, in the group chat. Oh, I got it. Okay, okay, okay. So the tweet is from Erica Marsh. It says, today's Supreme Court decision is a direct attack on black people. No black person will be able to succeed in a merit-based system, which is exactly why affirmative action-based programs were needed. Today's decision is a travesty. Mm. (laughs) Your thoughts. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, in my opinion, I think affirmative action was something that was supposed to jumpstart the future of the country, right? right? And it's not supposed to be something that stays forever, you know, but obviously black people and people of color 
or in minorities, uh, you know, went through multiple, a series of setbacks in America, including, you know, the most egregious, you know, setbacks in the history of the country, um, between slavery and Jim Crow and segregation and all of these things, you know, and I call it a setback, you know, in the nicest way, but it's more than that. Um, I think at some point the goal is to not have it be this rule that says you're supposed to have X amount of, you're supposed to have X amount of people. Right. You know, it's supposed to just be this society that flows freely with like merit based. This guy is valuable. This woman is valuable. I'm going to bring them onto my school. I'm going to bring them into my company and we're going to develop together. Are we there as a country? Um, potentially. Potentially. I say potentially because there's no greater color in America than green. Sure. So, especially in the workplace, uh, I don't believe, I personally don't believe if somebody is bad for a company, they're going to stay around. Right. Sure. You, you know, you got to be valuable to earn, mm-hmm. period. Even if they seem like they're not valuable, they could be filling up something that you're not totally sure of. Okay. So when I listened to all of this, there was a lot of number one Ivy League talk. Okay. Hey, I got into Harvard. I got into Princeton. I got into Yale. I got to blah, blah, blah. Oh, and, you know, when I crunched some of the numbers, of how important it is that people went to these schools, to these institutions. To me, I don't think it actually ever really mattered. Now, I know the branding is important. I went to Harvard. I have a degree from Harvard. It's so important. I'm intelligent. But it's impossible that it's so important because 68% of the U.S. economy is ran by small and mid-sized companies. Okay. How many of those graduates are contributing to the greater GDP of the entire country? Right. right? So potentially they have good spots on boards, maybe good spots in banks, in, in tech or whatever. But in this day and age, specifically... You can go into a tech firm and see somebody who graduated from a boot camp and somebody who graduated from MIT. Right. And they're working right next to each other, so long as they both know how to do their job. So how do I feel about um, the ending of affirmative action? Well, if you look back into the, the books and history, there's so many people who are affected positively by effect, uh, uh, affirmative action that weren't really the <laughs> the intended target. Mm-hmm. Don't they say that white women got the most out of affirmative action more than black people? Do they? Yeah. And then also, there were spots at schools, uh, you know, that, that it's been a complaint Certain communities were not able to go to Ivy League or very 
well-known schools because their spots were taken. Okay. Now, some people allege that the spots that took over those positions are people who are less qualified, but because they had to fill the, 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 the spots for the school, they just said, look, we already have our pair of X type of people. We need to fill up minorities. So that's been a complaint of, of, of the result of a affirmative action because other groups of people felt like they did what they were supposed to do to be able to join these institutions and they were rejected because spots were filled. Look, I'm in the belief that we're, we're looking at the wrong thing. We're looking at the wrong thing. Number number one, if you notice that a school uh, suddenly doesn't have as many black people, then you probably shouldn't want to go there anyway. How come? Because if they were just doing, if they were just admitting students because of affirmative action, hey, we got to have 12 this, 13 that, 25 this, 100 that, if that's what they were doing, and then all of a sudden you just notice that they're not anymore, there's no the there's one percent black at that school. You don't want to go there because that is a place where you're tolerated and not celebrated. Okay, education is education is education to me. There are many ways to win, so long as you apply yourself. So. Does that mean going to an HBCU to go be amongst your own, potentially? Does that mean going to another good school? Another thing is, a lot of these schools are financial traps. Sure. They're financial traps. You can get a similar education, but people go to these Ivy League schools for the name, the potential marketing, and... You know, the hope that when I graduate, I'm going to get a really good high paying job. But you know what? I met somebody recently that went to Harvard and studied acting. (laughs) You're not going to win over anybody else. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think you can definitely go somewhere else and, and get something that is as valuable for probably cheaper. And still find ways to succeed. Again, the vast majority of success stories in the United States are people who created it on their own. So I don't think this is something that we as black people need to be totally afraid of because, look, it's happened. Right. But what we need to do is think about uh, the marketplace. Why are we so scared, right? If it's a merit-based society, right, you, you're going to do the work and you're going, to, you're going to get the job because you're the best at it. Why are we so scared that we can't get the job? Is it because we feel like our education system is underfunded? Potentially the teacher unions of your, your, home, your home state or your home county is a little funky with the money Mm -hmm. are the resources not being allocated to teach your child properly. 
is there an emphasis on education in the household? Are we blaming? Uh, should we divert away from standardized testing? Should we put more focus into how to find success in standardized testing? There's so many open holes before we even get to college. I think that that's what was going to be my argument. It's very much um, the way that, let's say, underprivileged areas, socioeconomically underfunded areas, have their school system rooms. Some teachers are there that obviously have credentials to teach there but some people are teachers who just just want to throw a movie a lesson or whatever and throw away the education don't worry about it because they don't feel like they're getting paid enough so it ends up being this vicious cycle of hey the teachers they some don't want to be there because they're not getting paid enough so they're gonna lack on the teaching then the kids suffer then the kids don't have access to tutors to uh, extracurricular programs to, to learn and to to get the education that they need to pass these standardized tests mm-hmm. and get into the colleges. Yeah. But it all starts it's not it's way before college that this is yes this is dangerous. That this is it's know. it's a rough situation. And I mean when you really think about let's say poor poor teachers, it makes me think about powerful lawyers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now the the comparison here is there let's say there's a lawyer that graduates from blank state college, Minnesota State College Law School, and then somebody that graduates from USC. Mm. Now, the person from Minnesota comes out to a big city, hustles, grinds, and is really meticulous about their job, and they win. And the USC grad, maybe their parents paid for them to go to school. They didn't take it too seriously. spent four years drinking and smoking. Right. And... Passed just enough to go to law school Mm -hmm. and went to law school, did similar, you know, just did just enough. And then is a, you know, one of those lawyers that, you know, that works for the government, the one with that without the tailored pants. Now, if you're a criminal, you're going to want the better lawyer, whether they went to USC or not. They just has that guy from Minnesota State has a better track record and they're going to put the work in to win. Right. right. So that is based on merit. The fact that you're just out, you're, you're outperforming the competition. Therefore you are going to earn more. Now, why would we hire teachers that are not willing to outperform the competition in the classroom. What do you mean, the competition in the classroom? Why would we hire bad teachers? I don't think the argument is that they're hiring bad teachers. I think the argument is they're not paying teachers enough to okay. do what they're doing, to have all the hats that they're wearing. Sure, and that goes back to the union. There's plenty of corruption in the union. Oh, 100%. However, uh, there's multiple ways for teachers to win. Teachers are the number one or number two most classified millionaires in the United States. Mm. 
so yeah, they may be getting less, you know, lesser wage than another profession, but that doesn't give them the excuse to just not do a good job because the wages are low. You have the free will to either be a teacher or not be a teacher. Right. And, but to that point, there is a large mass exodus of teachers as they should. There's going to be a shortage and I'm sorry, there is a shortage. And so now they're just throwing subs in classrooms year round. Doesn't that tell you something? Figure it out. Doesn't that tell you something? We have massive corruption in these unions. Correct. And also, I don't think it's right. Me personally, I don't think it's right to only do a good job when you feel like you're properly compensated. I don't think it's fair. Sure. If you are choosing, and this goes back to educating yourself on what you want to do, with your future. How many people go to college and understand that to be a teacher, it means sacrifice, Mm -hmm. right? In college, I'm sure somebody says, look, you're not about to get paid six figures. Probably going to make 50 K at first, depending on what kind of school you work in, you might jump up to 70. And if you work in a charter school, maybe a hundred thousand, maybe. Most people are aware of that before they step foot into a classroom. So it's not totally fair to say, I'm just not going to do a good job or I'm not going to give it the best that I got because I'm not being properly compensated. But you knew that. Maybe I worded it wrong because I don't, I don't think it's a case of I'm not going to do a good job. It's more overwhelmed. It's overwhelmed. It's it's not only am I not getting compensated, I have to give my own personal financial shit to the classroom because I'm not getting funded for supplies for everything else, which always it goes back to the corruption. But yeah, that's just the current state of how it is. Understood. We can't change that overnight, but that's just the case of what's happening here, which is why it's probably leading to uh, students not getting the right education. And again, in in lower income neighborhoods. Well, let me ask you this. What makes it, what's the difference between good education and bad education? Uh, um, Not opportunities. uh, uh, Availability of resources. What kind? Uh, Extra tutoring classes. uh, uh, What do you call them? Um, Alternate curriculum classes. things, Things like that. Extra resources. Hmm. Okay. I'm not sure if that's, if that, that sits with me on what makes poor education. Because there are some students who don't need tutors. I I went to elementary through college, graduated with my bachelor's degree, never got tutored once. Never. So I don't know if that can be the classification or poor education. I I think number one, it's a it's an emphasis on education in the household. Number yeah. one, it has to start there. Mm-hmm. If both parents don't care, or at least one, per- I remember one person told me, I don't care if my kids make all C's and D's, maybe F's, so long as they are really good at being social. 
because life is about networking. So if they if they could be great social people, they'll always survive. Um, I feel like there could be a little bit more balance there. Right. You know, so I think that's number one. Like the household has to make a decision that this is important. That it's not so much that they don't put education first, is that they don't have time. They have to work two, three jobs. Understood. Meals on these kids' plates. Yeah. You know what I mean? I uh, I don't I don't uh, I don't think that the the availability of time means you cannot stress education. Mm-hmm. You can that you can still have the kids shaking in their boots if they if they don't do their homework and you find out about it. You know, I like. I remember being the kid who's my mom worked at night, mm-hmm. so I like never saw her, and I'm at school during the day. So when I come home, see for twenty minutes, and then you're out. And my dad wasn't at home, so but did I ever want to let my mom see that I got a C or a D? No, mm-hmm. I was too scared. You know, like, right. I, no, you know. I knew the importance of education in that household and for me to make sure that I, I got my ducks in line and I was able to govern myself, you know, and do that. But maybe not all kids are like that, but there has to be an emphasis on the fact that this is important. And, you know, if we don't have the resources to do it immediately, there has to be number two, a community effort to want to do that. But it now it has to be something that's important in all of the households for people to care. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. Right. So there's so much like there's so much thought process behind it because I'm a huge advocate of education. You oh, know, yeah. to me, 100%. education is important for the morale of a country. It's important for the growth of a country. It's uh you know, and, and to me, you know, I know when people say bachelor's degree are, are worthless, in a certain sense, I feel like that's a good thing. Because now you're like, okay, we've gone beyond the point where where being high school educated is enough. Like our society is growing in an intelligent pathway where you're like, okay, to sur- to survive and to succeed, you might need to take your ability to learn to the next level to better support the demands of the world. Right. And sometimes it's, it's a career path that maybe better learned on the field. Yeah. Like it totally depends on what you're doing. Like I say, I I I, and I don't like this. I don't say I went to college because I don't use my degree. I have an associates in fire tech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to be a firefighter. Right. But halfway through, I ran into an old buddy, and he was like, hey, I need help on the set. Can you help me? I got on set, and I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So that was a total career shift in that I don't use my degree. Mm-hmm. I learned what I learned on the field. I learned what I learned through experience, mm-hmm. and that's where I got where I'm at now. I'm not a six-figure millionaire man, yeah. but at least Seven like, figures. That's how <laughs> I can see poor I am. Using. I don't know how many zeros there is in the millions. <laughs> yeah, but at least you know I'm using the skills and everything that I learned, not needing college to get me there. Yeah, but it's just an alternate form of education, right? 
You know, I'm just learning in a different form and fashion. But um, I spoke to somebody earlier today who kind of is like like that. They're like learning in the field. And they told me about one of their issues that they're currently facing. And um, I gave them some ideas, you know, on on how to solve it. And you can see the, the, the gears like changing and shifting and turning. And that is something that what I told him is not something I learned um, in the field. It's something I learned at school. Mm -hmm. And to me, my education was very important to me because it was that it bridged the gap of what I was looking for. Right. You know what I mean? Because I I failed for so long trying and trying and trying. And finally, I had to be like, I need to go learn how to do this and then it was important to me to try and it was like education to me was key learning all that stuff to open my brain up in so many different ways and uh and and it and it ended up working out now i don't know what the future holds you know and sometimes i do think i do guess i do wonder if where i work and what i do if i'm the diversity hire you know, yeah. but that's why I put, I try to, I try my best to put, you know, my best foot forward and to make sure that my results are not on par with everyone else's, mm-hmm. but greater and better. Cause ultimately the marketplace chases after greatness. Right. So whoever is the best is going to eat everyone else. Right. So that's my obsession to be the best. Totally agree. So I'm not super scared of living in a merit-based society because I'm not scared to put the work in. And then, kind of like the gay website people, if you don't want me there, I'm just going to go make it on my own. Or I'm going to go somewhere else. Right. There's so much opportunity. I'm not in fear because of the emphasis I put on what I know people want nobody, nobody in the, in the marketplace is willing to sacrifice profit because they don't like the color of your skin. (laughs) No one. Right. And if you do do that, you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you won't succeed for a long time. Right. You, if you're already successful, it's on the downward trend. Right. No one. America. Look, look, America is obsessed with Chinese production. Indian services. <laughs> yes. What does that tell you? <laughs> it tells you the dollar comes first. Yeah. So if you're valuable somewhere, they're going to be like, yo, this this guy's going to make us some money. Yeah. Now they could use you or abuse you. That's on what you negotiate. Yes. I feel for the people who are in fear uh, of this whole situation. But I also want you to take this as a sign that. Whatever you emphasize, you realize. 
if you put that in the front of your mind, the fear that comes with, I may not go to the right school or I may not go to the right company will go out of your mind. There are people who go to here in LA, there's 60 students in a classroom, which is ridiculous, Mm -hmm. but they're determined to be in the top five percentile of those students and then can't afford to go straight to CSUN or UCLA. So they go to community college and then they work their butts off and transfer to CSUN, Mm -hmm. a school that's just a school. And then they decide I'm going to do the best that I can do to be the best of the bunch. So they join clubs and they do extracurricular activities and they network their butt off and they meet people and then they go out into the world and take that mentality and thrive. All the things that have happened in the Supreme Court this week simply tell me that the government is not here to help you. They're here to give you a wish and a dream and a hope and sell it to you and put a bow on it with the hopes and dream that when you open it, it's not what you want Mm -hmm. so that you can keep bouncing back and forth from hero to hero. The only person in your story who wears the cape is you. So put it on. That's it. Fourth of July. One of my already. Yeah. (laughs) It was so fun. Yeah, it was great. Fireworks. Paps blue ribbon. PBR. Bucket hats. Come on. Bikinis. Go ahead. That's just me. Honestly. You drink Paps? Paps is still. I don't think I've ever had a PB. That's a white people drink, huh? I think, yeah. yeah. You know what I used to drink a lot? Oh, I shouldn't say that. You know what I've seen other people drink? Yes. Natty Ice. Mm-mm. I should love it, too. Huh? I should. Oh. Yeah. No, thank you. And with ice. Uh, with ice? Yeah. No. <laughs> you snobs. Isn't that a beer? Yeah. With ice? Yeah. I don't know why people feel like it's weird. It's good. It's not supposed to be with ice. You're supposed to just chill it. I liked it. And I drink wine with ice. I knew I knew a really old lady that drank wine with ice <laughs> once when I worked at a pizza restaurant. I'm an old lady. I like rum raisin <laughs> ice cream. Ooh, okay. Right yeah. You like bingo? I could do I could do some bingo. bingo. There you go. Do I like shuffleboard? Yes. I could shuffle. I could shuffle. Yeah. So happy holidays next month because next month's another holiday. Yeah, probably. Memorial Day or something. Something. Um, if you're in Miami, please be careful. Please do. It's really embarrassing. It's very, it's really embarrassing when you guys go to Miami and you act like zoo animals. Yeah. Come on. Leave the city better than the way you found it. 
use the trash can to throw your things away and don't jump on people's cars and things. Guys are losers. Okay? Make wise decisions with your money. Don't overspend. Pay off your credit cards every single month. And if you can't do that, don't use it. Don't buy things you can't afford. And save for a rainy day. That being said, that's today's episode. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. If you like what you saw, please make sure to subscribe to us on Instagram at MOI Podcast. And please check us out on our YouTube channel by searching Men on the Internet Network.